You're listening to the Pimp Cron Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's episode 205 of the Pimpcron Warhammer podcast. We're brought to you today by GameMat.eu for pre-painted terrain and game mats and STL files and all sorts of goodies. They've been great to us over the years, always very supportive. So I would appreciate it if you support them. If you use Event 10 at checkout, you get 10% off your order, which pretty much covers the shipping. So, um, there's also this group. There's a group of people. I'm trying to think of their name. There's a group of people that are kind enough and generous and philanthropic enough to donate money to this podcast every single month in order to keep the lights on. What are their names? The Citizens League? The United Nations? Patri- oh, Patreon. That's the Patreon page. That's what it is. Yeah. The pa- it was the Yankees? No, it was the Patreon patrons. Thank you so much for my Patreon patrons. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. So what are we talking about tonight? Well, tonight is a little bit of a short episode because uh, I just spent the last eight hours at a water park with my children and family. And uh, prior to that, I worked five hours. <laughs> so today has been a long day. I was happy to get off just a little... You know, I got off half day, basically. Um, I usually work eight or ten hours a day. And uh, so get off half day and then spend an ungodly amount of time at a water park in the sun. So it was very fun. I really enjoyed it with my family. But that is why I'm recording this at almost eight o'clock at night. And I am beyond exhausted. So um, it is a shorter night. I apologize. But you know, I could not leave you hanging and not produce an episode because... I know many of you listen to it eagerly on Monday morning or whatever. So here it is, people. Um, We are discussing a fresh batch of wines about the new Space Wolf helmets. Of all things, that's the most random thing for them to be upset about. But there are multiple wines about the Space Wolf helmets. And then we also have a want that or want that not. Um, They had no... New stuff on the website for Games Workshop, the stuff you could order or whatever, stuff I haven't covered before. So I figured, you know what, I'll cover, I'll dig up one of my favorite models um, from any of my armies, which is the Slan Star Mage, and I will talk to you about that and say whether or not I would want that model. Now, there is a big hitch with this model. You're thinking, oh, why even listen to that segment? Because he already says he wants that. Trust me, there is a big deficit to this, and I believe this is a new development versus uh, when I got mine many years ago. So that is, you'll see whether I want that or want that not. Uh, What have I been up to? Well, I have found, if you've been listening to the, the podcast regularly, lately I have just been getting tabled. Like, just getting tabled left, table right, just tabled every single week. And the the reason is... And, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to complain or anything like that, but I just, work has been so rough that I have no time to even look at my book. And then when I go to the club, half the time, I don't even feel like playing Warhammer. I'm going there to see my friends, and I'm actually thinking like, you know, there's a couple times I even told James, I was thinking, you know what, maybe I'll just sit out tonight. I'll just chill, and I'll harass everybody during their games, and I'll just you know, shoot the bowl and enjoy myself. And honestly, that is still very, very tempting. 
but I have been playing and I got tabled last week and I got tabled this week and it's just, ugh. And it's a lot of it. I mean, both, both times it is my fault. Um, this week I was playing my, um, Sylvaneth. Yeah, I was playing my Sylvaneth and, um, I just threw together a list, whatever. And I was playing against my friends, TJ and David. David, uh, took, um, the Gargants, the Baphomet, whatever. And, um, TJ brought, uh, vampires, soul blight. And they creamed me. I mean, I was practically tabled by the end of turn two and, there was multiple issues, multiple things that I did wrong. I was forgetting my stratagems. I was forgetting my strike and fade. I was forgetting my, uh, whatever the relocation stratagem is. When someone charges you, you can move D six inches many times. It would have helped if I would have done that. And, um, then also the, um, what else was it? There was something else. Anyway, some of the stratagems and things I was forgetting. I was just, my head was not in the game. And I think it is at the moment. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's play a game. But I am not, not in it mentally. And I'm I'm really doing a disservice to my friends. I'm doing a disservice to me. I'm just not into it. Not that I don't want to play the game. It's just that I haven't committed the time to actually think about it and take it seriously. And at some point, you're like, you know what? If you aren't going to take it at least somewhat seriously and devote some mental power to it, then why even play? So I have doubled down now and I'm really trying hard to actually not competitively play per se, but just to try, just to read the book, just to like, just, just play the game for crying out loud. So that's what I've decided. Um, I'm going to start doing as long as work permits and, um, but I just made, I made so many mistakes. We were doing these uh, missions down the middle and um, David's been working a lot too. So he decided he just wanted a simple game. You score one point for one, two point, uh, one point for two and one point. If you score m- more objectives than the other at the end of each battle round or um, player turn, I said, cool. I got the first turn and I proceeded to capture all four or five objectives and it wasn't until after the game, I'm like, why did I do that? I only had to capture two of them. I capture two of them, and then I automatically have more than him because I'm going first on the first turn. Why on earth did I open myself up to his entire army charging me? I have no idea. I just wasn't thinking. Now, there were several things that did contribute to this game being an absolute ball buster. And A, I kept every single objective for no reason because it did not get me four or five points. It got me three. And um, also, I underestimated how fast his giants move. His giants move like eight or nine inches, which is nuts. The Mega Gargant moves like 10 or something ridiculous. So I was not expecting them to move so fast. And then also, I was not expecting them to do so many mortals on the charge. I mean, just, just mortals out the butt, just mortal, mortal, mortal. So, uh, that was another big thing. So, um, by the end of turn two, I had like four models on the table. I was like, okay, well, I think we're pretty much done here, guys. <laughs> they, uh, they would have capped out on points and all that. They were just, they just slammed me. And, um, then of course I did have a little bit of bad rolling in key times, like my spirit of Durthu. I gave him this thing where he gets D3 extra attacks in the beginning of the game, and he lasts the whole time for that. He normally gets, I think, four attacks. I think he normally gets three attacks. And 
He gets another attack if he's within nine inches of a Wildwoods, which guess what? I didn't know my rolls and I didn't know that, so he didn't get that extra attack. And then when I roll for the D3 extra attacks in the beginning of the game, of course, I roll a one, so he's only got four attacks. And um, I did stack some stuff, so I was hitting on twos and wounded on twos and all this stuff, and I rolled, out of my four attacks, hitting on twos, I rolled two ones. And then out of my two leftover wound rolls, wounding on twos, I rolled two ones. I was like, oh, fantastic. So David was nice enough. He's like, oh, that's no fun. And also they were creaming me. So he's like, oh, you can re-roll the wound rolls. So I did end up wounding it, but it didn't really do anything to the Mega Gargan. It did like 12 damage or no, no, actually he saved one of them. So it did six damage. And I'm like, nice. And then he, he just bent my tree Lord over and, or uh, my Durthu over and whew, it was not pretty. So that is what I've been up to. Um, I wrote a new intro story to um, the Brutality Anthology. Someone said I needed an intro to kind of like this, to, to describe the world and to get people into it. But I did not want to just do an info dump. I did not want to do that. So I decided to let me write a story in the beginning. So when someone reads that, they'll get the gist of how this world is. And I really like it. I think it's got a neat twist and I... I like it. So I'm going to send that to my beta readers this week and see what they think about it. And um, other than that, I haven't been doing a whole lot. I have decided to get back into 40K. I have only played one game in two or three months. It's been like, I think, May since the last time I played 40K, except for that one game where I got creamed last week by Alex. Um, And once again, my heart was not into it and I didn't even look at my book prior. So I have decided, you know what? It's time for me to get back into 40k, and I'm actually going to sit down and read my codex and actually learn what my army does so I can make better informed decisions and all of that. So that's what I was doing. This week I've sat down two nights in a row and uh, just read my codex. Now the frustrating part is, how much of that codex is still accurate? I don't know, so I'm going to have to look up FAQs or what... Oh god, I hate that. Anyway, not going to keep complaining. Let's get on to the next segment, and thank you for listening. Want that, or want that not? Hey, this is Want That or Want That Not, and this time, there's not a whole lot up for grabs for the pre-order or the new releases, so I decided to dig into one of my, it's an old model, one of my favorite models that I have in any of my armies. It's the Slan Starmaster for uh, Seraphon, and there's some good things to this, and there's a horrible negative to it. We'll get to the positives first. So he's a big fat frog, if you don't know what a slan is, a slan star master. Big fat frog on this Aztec looking floating platform. It's like a big throne. There's like bones sticking off either side, making it spiky. There's like these hieroglyphs above him and there's vines wrapped all around. It's got a, a serious Aztec feel. There's little lizards crawling around. There's like a little frog on his uh, seat. There's a little lizard crawling in front of him. And then there's like a baby skink. You know how small skinks are. It's a baby skink sitting next to him. And it looks like it's almost got a knife. I'd have to actually look at my model to see what it's got. But anyway, this is a cool model. I always like a big fat frog, especially a psychic frog. And that's exactly what a Slan Star Master is. So they are pretty useful. They do a lot of stuff in the uh, the army, a lot of psychic stuff and a lot of shenanigans. And they are pretty cool. I really do like the Slan Star Master. But good God, it is $60 for this thing. When I bought mine, it was 40 or something like that many years ago. 
$60? Why? And by the way, I'll have you know, it's fine cast. Just, yeah, I'm just, just throwing it out there. It is fine cast. You're not going to like it. And, uh, I'm sorry. Matter of fact, they really hide that. They go, oh, a finely cast resin. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, it's, it's fine cast. Cause I own one. Uh, $60 for this. Now, there is absolutely no reason why it's $60. Because this dude's got, like, six wounds or something stupid. Like, he's not a tank. He's not a powerhouse. And he is good, but he's not in a gash. He's not something, like, like crazy awesome, right? And he's fine cast, in case I didn't mention that already. Which is bogus. And he's not even big. $60 you're expecting, oh, a Carnifex or a Dreadnought or something. Dude, it's a fat frog on a throne. Like, it, this is not worth $60. I don't know if you're trying to get into Seraphon and you need to buy one of these things. I have no idea where you should get one. Maybe get a proxy or, or something like that. Get a 3D printed, whatever. But do not buy this for $60. It is abs almost to the point where I think this was mis mislisted. I'm almost wondering if that's the issue. But $60 for the stupid thing. And it's not even Lord Croak or whatever. It's just it's just a generic Slan Star Master. $60. Absolutely. Even though I like the model, I love the army, I like what it does, all of that. The model, this is the first time that the price has 100% made this a want that not for me. Absolutely not. Uh, this is the one time that I'm like, yes, go get a 3D printed model because this is this is bull. If you said 50 bucks, okay, that's outrageous, but whatever. $40, that's what we're talking. $60 for this. You are out of your mind, GW. Now it's time for Real Talk with Pentcron. Well, you heard the bumper music. It is Real Talk with the Pimpcron, and tonight we have some delicious wines for you. No, not the fermented grapes. I have a fresh batch of Warhammer 40k wines from the community. And I like this every once in a while because, man, some of these are so delicious, okay? Um, most of these are going to center, oddly enough, around the new Space Wolves helmet that they just released. And if you aren't familiar with what that is, the Space Wolves have, I guess, like a a sprue of special helmets or something like that. But anyway, they released a helmet that is the head of a wolf. Like, that's... It's a helmet a dude wears. It looks like a wolf. It's stylized, but it still looks like a wolf. I personally think it looks really cool, and I would outfit my entire Space Wolves army with those helmets. I really like it. I do know that they used to include one of those helmets... In um in the regular like um um Grey Hunters squad, and James would try to gather as many as he could and and use those wolf helmets. Well, apparently they just released another one or something. Maybe this is for 30k. I'm not positive, but they freaked out about it online, and people are losing their mind. Grown people, predominantly men, are losing their mind. So let's dig into the first one. These, by the way, I have to give attribution. They all come from Winehammer community on Facebook because that is a nice repository for all the wines. So let's start off with the new helmets that they released from the horse for the Horus Heresy 
And this is not specifically the uh, Space Wolf helmets, but it's helmets nonetheless. That's the theme of tonight. So, opinion. It really bugs me when people put upgrade heads on every model in their army. Not only does it oversaturate whatever aesthetic the helmets have, it's frankly silly that you'd never see the standard Mark III, IV, or VII, etc. pattern helmet, because every Legion was rocking a custom pattern. Not to mention the absolute logistics of supply and supply nightmare that would be having 18 patterns of helmet to keep track of, produce, repair, and distribute. Not to mention in a real world sense it turns on otherwise decently priced upgrade for all the sergeants in your army into a heinously expensive endeavor of buying 60 of them or more. Uh, so this person is upset because you are enjoying buying special helmets for your Space Marines. And he's actually calling into... They blurred the, the name, but I'm certain it's a dude. He's calling into question the logistics of your plastic toys and how your plastic toys would manufacture and repair and keep track of and distribute these odd helmets for your space marines. You know, the little plastic space marines you're Are we... Like, sometimes I wonder, where do these people live? What do they do for a living? Do they do something for a living? Do they have absolutely nothing else going on in their head or in their life? Do they have no friends? Do they have no family? Like, is this what keeps this guy up at night? It really bugs me when people put upgrade helmets on every model in their army. Who cares what you do with your army? I've seen Hello Kitty armies. I've seen... um. Barbie armies, I've seen all sorts of... I played against a Mickey Mouse Imperial Guardsman one time who had Mickey and Minnie as Commissar Yark and, I guess, Creed or whoever it was. I mean, just do whatever you want, man. Like, and if someone's kit bash, especially buying special helmets and putting them on your models, that's not even as goofy as a giant rubber Mickey, okay? So, do whatever you want with your army. This dude is having a conniption because you're making the hobby your own. And he doesn't understand how you can live in a house of lies and justify it to yourself about your Space Marine chapter having all these different helmets. Good God. Anyway, let's dig into the Space Wolf helmet fiasco now. Honestly, thinking about quitting Space Wolves. <laughs> when the 30k helmets were revealed, I liked them quite a bit. Of course, I then went to check what Reddit had to say about them. Now, he's talking about the wolf helmets. I was shocked that most people seemed to hate them. Now, I think it's okay not to like them, but what really broke me and just made me feel like playing the arm, made me f feel like not playing the army, was how many people actively hated the wolf theme, which I personally enjoy as the reason I started playing Space Wolves in the first place, and not only hating the theme, but also apparently hating people who enjoy the theme as well. I no longer feel welcome in the community and honestly am not looking forward to playing my Space Wolves anymore. Wow. This is what I talk about when people are just so shallow and so simple. Look, if this person has some sort of learning disability, or they're mentally stunted, or they are literally and physically 12 years old, then fine. That's fine. But you know what? I... 
own a 12-year-old. I actually have one in my stable of children that I've produced. And if my 12-year-old was upset because people didn't like the helmets that he's putting on his space wolves and it makes him not feel welcome in the community, you know what I would do? I would tell that 12-year-old to get a freaking grip is what I would do. I would say, 12-year-old, whom I've forgotten your name because I have so many children, 12-year-old, listen up, pal. It doesn't matter if people like the helmets you put on your Marines or not. Do you like the helmets? And he would nod, yes, I do like the helmets, father, who I also forgot whose name is. And I go, then just play whatever you want. Last time I checked, we can still do the hobby however we want. And I cannot imagine a world where even a 12-year-old or much less an adult finds it hard to play or get excited about their army because they chose helmets that other people didn't like. This is the most pettiest crap I've ever heard in my entire life. It is just beyond all. Just nuts. And you know what? For that person, I wholeheartedly wish that you would grow up. I hope that you do. I hope that somehow you realize that words can't hurt you and then you just grow up. Let's go on to the next one. Here's another one. I remember a great saga of Vikings in power armor, my first and last tournament army. Loved the concept of savage but brilliant warriors with a hint of brutality in their eyes, ever-present, long beards, braids, charms, runes, and fangs, and that's what got me into them. As of late, to me, this is a tragic example of just how much out of tune or out of lore the devs have fallen. There are no wolves on Fenris, and this is an effing joke. I mean, really? I mean, if you don't like those helmets, don't buy them. Don't use the helmets. Like, I don't understand what the big deal is. And do you realize that most of the people in the Space Wolves armies still have the beards and the braids and the, all that? They're, they're not gone. GW has not yet cornered the market so much that they can bust down your door and confiscate your old beards and braids and all of that. It's just silly, people. Just plain silly. Next up, we have a change.org petition to fire whoever made the ugly Space Wolf heads. <laughs> I mean, really? These people, oh my god, for real. They are mad that they're made Space Wolf heads. Wow. To fire whoever made the ugly Space Wolf heads. Dear god, people. I just... Ugh. And finally, we will round out, round out the segment with a Chaos Demons complaint. I really, really don't want this new codex. The amount of tryharders and meta creeps that will flood our community and bring the things I've seen this far is completely broken. I have a bad feeling about this. I liked our shitty niche army, made it hard to build and play, but so satisfying to win anything. Tenth will be around the corner again and nerf us back to the Stone Age again, though. So, this one I don't entirely disagree with. I do kind of see what he's saying. I kind of felt the same way about Necrons, but Necrons were never that good. When I mean, they're better now, but when the Necron Codex came out, 
like, okay, in 6th edition, when the Necron Codex came out, uh, a lot of people joined Necrons. It was like, um, once again, I'm not entirely sure how competitive it was, but it was decent. And a lot of people joined at the tryhards, all that. And then I'm thinking, well, I've been playing Necrons since the beginning that, uh, that I played. But honestly, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? These people can play whatever army they want. And it doesn't, it does turn me off a little bit when a lot of people are playing one of the armies that I want to play currently because I don't want to also play that army. So I go to other stuff. But that's not something that makes me angry or anything. It's just one of my personal, like, deterrents. Um, this guy is saying that tryhards and meta creep and all that will flood the community, and that is true. Every new codex that drops, there's a certain percentage of the players that do jump on the bandwagon, because typically the new codex is better and better. Now, demons have been bottom tier for quite some time in 40k. They've, they've had a rough time of it. The last time demons were actually pretty good, I think, was when they got their 6th edition codex, and they were, like, practically the first codex of that edition. And they were actually okay. And then from then on, the last several codexes, they've uh, editions, they've been pretty meh. And uh, so I do kind of see what he's saying. I used to love to play Tyranids because they were so bad. And that, you know, it was a real accomplishment if you won with them. And I enjoyed winning with them because it was like, hey, I really did something. I knew I was fighting uphill. And I did the same thing. That was the whole reason why I even started my Grey Knights army. It was a spite army i did it out of spite because everyone's like oh gray knights are unwinnable oh you can't win with gray knights blah 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 this is during eighth edition and i started a gray knights army just to have a challenge and prove that i could win with them and you know what i did win with them most of the time maybe 60 percent or so but i won with them most of the time even though everyone said oh they're terrible so i do get the pride in hey i am playing a hard to play army and I'm excelling at it. I do accept that as well. I understand what he's getting at. But honestly, I mean, once again, all of this comes down to this. This is this is the answer to every single one of these things. Play the game however you want to play it. I've been saying it since day one. If you want to put a pink erasers um, that you broke off of pencils as the helmets to your space wolves, then God bless you. That's what I have to say. If you want to use jelly beans, if you want to use Skittles, if you want to cut the daffodils out of your front yard and glue those into the neck hole of your space marines, then by golly, you go ahead and enjoy yourself. So just do what you want to do. I don't understand all this community pressure of, oh, people don't like my helmets, so I can't play anymore. And I feel unwelcome in the community. Oh my God, for real. Do you think anybody is actually going, whoa, 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 this guy, he likes the wolf helmets. Uh, you are not welcome in this community. Like, what are they shutting the door when he comes up to the store? Like, is GW going, oh shit, here comes this guy. And they're like locking the door because he likes the, it's just dumb. It's just, these people are so damn dramatic, I swear. And this is where I'm like, you know what? You know who doesn't complain about all this stuff? People in third world countries, that's who doesn't complain about this stupid bullshit. And then you know why? You know why? It's because they're, you know, starving or there's civil unrest or there's a million other issues like disease and all like like real world issues. And meanwhile, this asshat is worried that people are going to be mean to me if I put on the wrong helmets or this other guy is like, oh, people put on too many helmets. Oh, like, oh, my God, just shut up. Oh, I. 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, that's they're fun to read, but they do get, they do get under my skin. Anyway, thank you for listening, and thank you to GameMat.eu for supporting the show, and thank you for my beautiful, sexy, good-smelling, extremely muscular Patreon patrons. I'll see you next week!